Hello Cryptonauts, today is October 8th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John, and now you can donate to me by using my crypto address, blockchainjohn.crypto. Once again, that's blockchainjohn.crypto. Alright. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's do your top 10 daily stats starting off with, uh, we're going to do the top gainers and top losers today. Alright, alright. So top gainer number one is Hot Claire Shards. Uh, with a 983.3% gain. Second place, we have Near IOU with, with 240% gain. Third place, Crypto Village Accelerator with 141.7% gain. Fourth place, Filenet with 107.7%. Fifth place, Sia Classic with 104.3% gain. Sixth place, Bitball Treasure with 60% gain. 7th place, ZDEX with 54.6% gain. 8th place, Team Finance with 50.6% gain. 9th place, I- I-10 with 50.4% gain. And 10th place, PlayFuel with 48.9% gain. Alright, top losers. Starting off with number 1, Mix Trust. 60.2% loss, second place, Swap Ship with 46.3% loss, third place, Gold and Gold with 44.8% loss, fourth place, Heart Number with 44.8% loss, fifth place, Hedgic with 40.1% loss, sixth place, TI Value or TI Value with 36.4% loss. 7th place, YF Science with 35.2% loss. 8th place, OnLexPa Token with 35.2% loss. 9th place, Turnio with 34.8% loss. And number 10, Yield Farming known as Ash with 34.5% loss. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top gainers and top losers of the day. Your overall total market cap is at $363.8 billion, down by 0.2%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey. Politicians debate bailouts while DeFi continues its slide south. Another day, another swing in sentiment. As we edge closer to the US presidential election, what American politicians say about the economy has an increasing impact on how the markets are feeling. 
after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she would be open to passing a bill to provide relief to airlines and President Donald Trump offered a lifeline to the stimulus package, stock futures ticked higher. All three major indices closed at the highest level in more than a month as traders continue to hope aid will eventually come out of Washington. Quote, it's becoming increasingly likely traders are using the comments from the leading politicians as an indicator that whatever the outcome of the election, there will be a cash injection into the economy this year, said a spokesperson from AAX, the world's first digital asset exchange powered by the London Stock Exchange. All right, next news. Written by Scott Cipollina, BitMEX CEO steps down after CFTC DOJ accusations. Ac- accusations. The CEO of Bitcoin Derivatives Exchange BitMEX and its leadership team have stepped down over allegations that the firm was operating illegally and has scant known your customer protocols. CEO Arthur Hayes and CTO Samuel Reed, who was arrested by the DOJ, have stepped back from all executive management responsibilities with immediate effect. Greg Dwyer, Dwyer? Dwyer, head of business development, is also taking a leave of absence. Quote, these changes to our executive leadership means we can focus on our core business of offering superior trading opportunities for all our clients through the BetMix platform, whilst maintaining the highest standards of corporate governance, said David Wong, chairman of 100X Group. Wow, it's going down. Next news, written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Banks, regulators push for cryptocurrency laws in Korea. A September event in Korea attended by commercial banks and members of the National Assembly saw several participants discuss the creation of a virtual asset business law to help the long-term development of the country's cryptocurrency ecosystem as per a release Wednesday called the National Assembly Seminar for the Virtual Asset Business Law. Participants said the creation of such laws was imperative to generate revenue and develop the Korean digital finance industry. The seminar was hosted by uh, Rep. Kim Byung-wook, the Secretary of the National Policy Committee and the lawmakers from the Democratic Party, and Dilio, a cryptocurrency lending company. It was sponsored by Dilio's decentralized finance project, Ducato, the release said. Alright, next news. Written by Daniel Phillips. DeFi continues exponential growth despite price woos. The last month has seen practically all major DeFi assets enter a significant price decline after many of these assets reached their all-time highest value in September. In the top 10 by DeFi market capitalization alone, Aave has lost 23.6%, Yarn Finance is down 42.7%, and both UMA and Compound are down a massive 63% in the last 30 days. Prior Prior to this recent bearish action, these DeFi assets were some of the market's best performers and often topped the charts in terms of daily growth. Overall, the, according to recent research by Sentiment, the collective market cap of DeFi assets has been cut by more than a quarter in the last day alone. Despite these losses, DeFi as a whole continues to grow at a breakneck pace in terms of user counts. As per data from Dune Analytics, the overall number of DeFi users is now approaching above the half a million mark, more than tripling in the last three months. Wow. Next news written by Jeff Benson. Solana builds a bridge to take DeFi pressure off Ethereum. Solana, the blockchain focused on scalability, is connecting to a network struggling with congestion. Solana today announced Warmhole, a cross-chain bridge to 
to Ethereum that allows projects to move back and forth to take advantage of Solana's purported high speed and low cost, and then hop back to Ethereum for settlement, if they wish. According to the press release, teams comfortable with operating Ethereum don't need to learn the Solana to use, whole, uh, to use Wormhole, which connects ETH and ERC20 tokens to SPL tokens, the native token of Solana. In other words, this is all about DeFi, the set of decentralized finance applications that allows for everything from margin lending to tokenized asset trading without banks or central authorities. It's huge business right now with over $10 billion in value value locked in Ethereum-based smart contracts. According to DeFi Pulse, Solana thinks there could be more. Alright, said Solana, DeFi has momentum and excitement on its side. It should be attracting even greater multiples of new capital, but congestion and high gas fees results in aborted trades and significant slippage, the type of issues that keeps money on the sidelines. Yes, that's why I haven't moved any money yet. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. Square invest $50 million in Bitcoin. We believe that Bitcoin... Is that is this the beginning? No. Payments, payments company Square has invested $50 million into Bitcoin, according to an announcement today. It has bought... 4,709 Bitcoin with 1% of the company's assets. We believe that Bitcoin has the potential to be a more ubiquitous currency in the future, said Square's chief financial officer, Amrita Ahunja. As it grows in adoption, we intend to learn and participate in a disciplined way. For a company that is building products based on a more inclusive future, this investment is a step on on that journey. Square is owned by Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, Square and an enthusiastic Bitcoin advocate. Also, Square also owns Cash App, which has been offering Bitcoin for some time now, which I highly recommend, and it is one of my referral codes. Dorsey has previously said that he has regularly maxed maxes out the weekly Bitcoin buy limits on Cash App. Wow, that's crazy. That's pretty cool, though. Next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Revolut taps Fireblocks for top secret crypto services. Fireblocks, a company that helps large companies shift cryptocurrency between exchanges, today announced that crypto-friendly challenger bank Revolut is using its technology to introduce new crypto services. But both Revolut and Fireblocks are being coy about what those services are. Fireblocks makes it easier and more secure for big companies to move funds between smart contracts and on and off exchanges without logging in and out of each one. Supported exchanges include Huobi Global, OKCoin, and BitThumb. Revolut is a challenger bank, a mobile-only bank that offers low cross, uh, cross-board transactions. In 2018, it started lending, letting customers buy and sell Bitcoin. Revolut now supports a few currencies and the London-based bank this year expands to the US, meaning that all of its 13 million customers can buy and sell crypto. The caveat is that they can't move their crypto out of Revolut, though the bank is working on this. Well, until then. Alright. Next news, written by Daniel Phillips. Bitcoin jumps on Square's $50 million investment. 
The price of Bitcoin has jumped to over $10,700 following the news of a $50 million investment by Square, a popular mobile payments company. Square used a total of 1% of its assets to purchase 4,709 Bitcoin, presumably to hodl for the long term. Today's bullish activity is shown as a jutting green candle on the 24-hour chart. A Bitcoin climbed from $10,629 to its current price of $10,754 in the last 30 minutes. Overall, Bitcoin has now gained 1% in the last 24 hours and has almost recouped the losses incurred following a sudden sell-off on October 1st. Despite the sudden price uptick, Bitcoin trading volume is upphased is unfazed by the news with BTC currently clocking in around $18 billion in 24-hour volume. Alright, next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. 70% of Ethereum nodes are hosted on centralized services. Uh-oh. Podcast host and crypto investor Anthony Pompliano debated today that much of the Ethereum network is hosted on third-party cloud services like Amazon Web Services, a cloud service operated by web giant Amazon. He argued that this means popular decentralized applications on the network could theoretically be shut down if AWS were to be shut off. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum are, in their most basic form, mere pieces of software. They, they, like any website or web app, needs to be hosted somewhere to operate properly. And while the Bitcoin network is relatively small, now 300 gigabytes, the Ethereum network is much larger and it's harder to host on equipment at home. The debate began when Pompliano tweeted a reference to the Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. Bezos? Bezos. He could shut down most of the Ethereum-based DeFi apps by simply shutting off AWS. You're not decentralized if you just spin up servers with Uncle Jeff. Alright. Next news written by Scott Cipollina. Telegram forced to close channels run by Belarus protesters. Apple is requesting that Telegram shut down three channels used in Belarus to expose the identities of individuals belonging to the Belarusian authoritarian regime that may be oppressing civilians. Apple's concern is that revealing the identities of law enforcement individuals may give rise to to further violence. Telegram, on the other hand, would prefer to keep these channels open, but the company said that it feels it has no choice in the matter. These channels are a tool for Belarus citizens protesting the recent rigged presidential election, but with a centralized entity like Apple calling the shots on its own app store. There's little, there's little the protesters can do about it. Quote, I think this situation is not black and white and would rather leave the channels be, but typically Apple's, Apple doesn't offer much choice for apps like Telegram in, this, in such situations. Telegram CEO Pavel Durov said in his Telegram chat channel. Oh man, alright. Next news. That's why it's important to be decentralized, man. That's why it's important to be decentralized. Once again, if Telegram was built on an IPFS, then it would be like basically immutable, right? So Hopefully there's going to be a platform, a messaging, uh, encrypted encrypted uh, messenger out soon. That is IPSF. He, uh, next news written by Robert Stevens. Here's why Hedgeye's CEO sold all his Bitcoin. This week, Keith McCullough, McCullen, CEO of risk management firm Hedgeye, sold all, <coughs> sold all of his Bitcoin. <coughs> Today he explained why. It's not personal, he said in a blog post. It's just ROC empirics, duh. ROC means return on capital, empirics means math. He said it's a combination of who knows, 
Uh, McCullough's answer as to why he claims to have sold his Bitcoin, how much is unclear, is difficult to parse, and it and appears as vague as any YouTube crypto trader who searches for Bart Simpson's haircuts and golden triangles and price charts. <laughs> All right. Next news. Written by Robert. <clears throat> Man. Uh, Robert Stevens. Coinbase loses 5% of work for workforce over political speech ban. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong today announced that 5% of employees or 60 of the 1,200 who worked for the San Francisco-based exchange opted for an exit package after he said last week that the firm's employees should separate politics from work. More still may leave as the company wraps up discussions with some employees. In a Coinbase blog post today, the contents of which were emailed to employees earlier in the day, Armstrong said he could have done a better job bringing the operating group and managers along on this clarification of our culture so everyone was prepared before it went out to a wider group. Armstrong came under fire from one employee uh, from employees in June after he refused to share his views on Black Lives Matters causing em- causing employees walkouts. Wow. That's that's tough. I didn't know it was that bad out there, huh? All right. Next news written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Bitcoin price flirts with $11,000 as bulls get hip to square. Bitcoin has seen enough bearish days over the last couple weeks, say the bulls pushing up its price today. A big boost from big names like Square, which today announced a $50 million investment in Bitcoin, could not have come soon enough for holders. <clears throat> September was something of a roller coaster ride for Bitcoin, which isn't exactly atypical for the volatile, vol- volatile digital asset. But the last few days of September were particularly interesting. Bitcoin touched the $11,000 per coin mark and the market showed signs of optimism. Then late Tuesday, President Trump announced that there were there would be no new COVID-19 relief package sparking fear in the markets. The Dow struck 600 points and Bitcoin likewise plummeted, though the asset continued to show support above 10,000. Trump of course later changed his mind which helped to, to turn the tide, but in the cryptoverse, Jack Dorsey, an outspoken Bitcoin enthusiast, may in fact hold more sway. After Dorsey Square announced, announced today that he had bought $50 million in Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency shot up faster and more sharply than it fell with, with the Trump news. Nevertheless, Bitcoin is still trading with that, that $10,500 to $11,000 range and has yet to break through. All right. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. U.S. Attorney General lays out plans to crack down on crypto. The U.S. Attorney General today released a report report examining the dangers poised by cryptocurrencies. Attorney General William Barr announced the release of his office's cryptocurrency enforcement framework, which provides an overview of the threats and enforcement challenges related to increasing crypto adoption and how the Department of Justice can deal with them. The 83-page document lays out the perceived dangers of cryptocurrencies, mainly that they are being used by criminals, according to the DOJ. Quote, Today, few technologies are more potentially transformative and disruptive and more potentially susceptible to abuse than cryptocurrency, the report said. Indeed, despite their relatively brief existence, cryptocurrency technology plays a role in many of the most significant criminals and national security threats that the United States faces. It continued, adding that cryptocurrency is increasingly being used to buy drugs on the internet, launder dirty funds, or fund terrorist groups. Once again, I want to know the percentage, the breakdown on that. Compare fiat to crypto. 
Next news, written by Robert Stevens. New Bitcoin on Ethereum project raises $1.5 million from crypto VCs. Blockchain project's Boring DAO has raised $1.5 million from Asian investors to build BBTC, a synthetic derivative of Bitcoin that ports the coin to Ethereum, priming it for the centralized finance protocols. Its special sauce is that the BBTC has doubled the collateral of other similar coins. The Boring DAO is a blockchain project that perhaps takes inspiration from, but bears no relationship to Elon Musk's Boring Company, which jazzed up tech by building a tunnel under LA and selling flamethrowers for BBB. For BBTC, Boring DAO receives investment from eight crypto-focused VCs, including DeFi Capital, Hashkey, and UB Capital. Most most of the investors are based in Singapore. All right, next news. Written by Alexander Bechrens. You can now buy stocks any time of day on this crypto app. A new service is bringing around the clock tradings to US-based stocks in a format that will make it easier for investors around the world to get in on some of the fastest growing public companies in the world. Uphold, an app for trading cryptocurrencies fiat and precious metal announced on Wednesday the launch of a of the, a new 24-hour-7 trading service for the US public equities, freeing international investors from the time constraints held over from days of the stock's floor, floor trading. The U.S.-based New York Stock Exchange and other U.S.-based exchanges, such as the Nasdaq, have for decades opted from the hours of 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it difficult or impossible for international investors to trade in real time on a reasonable schedule. Uphold's new offering shows the growing appetite for exposure to U.S.-based equities around the world and the improving infrastructure to feed that market. Uphold will offer trading services for 50 of the most popular U.S. equities, including Tesla, Apple, Facebook, and more as we as several other exchange traded funds uh, funds that aggregate stock picks in a single tradable equity cool that's pretty cool all right well guess what cryptonauts that is the end of our news for the day wah, wah, wah. that's okay no worries head on over to my discord channel and uh watch chat there with that said cryptonauts i'll catch you all on the next one Adiós.